0: everybody, my name is Lindsay Young, and I'm a staff writer and assistant editor here with the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm so thrilled that you are joining us for a segment of our Getting Open series, which focuses on all things mental health. This series has been going on for a while now, and we have been able to talk to General Manager Rick Spielman, Chief Operating Officer Andrew Miller, several players, including Eric Kendricks and Adam Thielen, and others as well that are connected to the organization who have personal or maybe indirect stories around mental health journeys, possibly how their foundations focus on that area, how it's affected their lives or their families in some way. Really, our mission is just to break down the stigma around mental health and normalize this conversation. Today, I'm really excited to sit down with none other than Vikings legend John Randall. Now, I really don't think he probably needs much of an introduction. I'm sure that most listeners know that John is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was a seven-time Pro Bowl participant and was named first team All-Pro six different times. He was the NFL Sachs leader in 1997, and he was named to the NFL 1990s All-Decade team as well. But what you may not know about John is that currently in his life post-football, he actually serves as one of five directors within the NFL Legends community, and he is really passionate about working with other former players who are kind of transitioning into this next area of their life, and mental health plays a big part of that, so it's a very important topic to him. So I'm excited for you to hear what he has to say around this issue. So John, super, super pumped to have you here today throughout this getting open series. We've talked to some current players. We've talked to general manager Rick Spielman, Um, but you are the first Vikings legend to be on this series. And I think that it's going to be a great conversation. Um, We'll start it out kind of generally, I guess. Why do you think that mental health is an important topic to cover, um, especially within the NFL? Uh, uh, Probably.
1: One of the biggest reasons for about mental health, I think it is for most guys' minds, especially during the season, because I know myself personally, I was, it was a very stressful game. And I've had this conversation in different manners with current players and former players. And I can remember Jerry Rice telling me that he he wanted to grade out from a game, he wanted a hundred and he said he could never get a hundred. And he was talking about all the pressure he put upon, he put upon himself trying to get that grade of a hundred. And I know as a former player, that the things you go through, through that week of practice, coaches are coming up to you and telling you they're depending on you to do this. They're depending on you to do that. Then you got your family, needing you to do certain things for got. I mean for for their family, you know, for, for you to do as a husband, a significant other. Then you got uh guys dealing with, say, they've got may have a car payment, they may be taking care of their parents, they may be having this thing. So there's a lot of pressure on you as a player. And you trying as your own expectations are to have a great season because your contract may depend on it. And there's a lot of stress on a current player. And sometimes that can get to guys. And I know back when we were playing, we used to do uh, from the NFL Players Association, they would come in and do the role reenactments of of, of a player dealing with his family, coming in and and say that a player and his significant other are having issues. And how would he perform on the field knowing that, his personal life wasn't all straight. And so, you know, I remember going through things like that and having guys come in and all of a sudden a coach telling them, hey, you know what, you're not starting this week. Or, you know what, we're we're potentially looking at maybe putting you in a backup role. And just being around guys, that knew about the pressure, I dealt with it. And some guys just don't know how to deal with it. And... You know, in high school and college, you're just, you're playing a game and, and you get to the professional level and it's more of a business and, you know, your contracts depends on it or, or you say your, your, your pay depends on it. And there's so many different uh, narratives that can change it. So for me, it, I see it as a lot of pressure on those guys.
0: I love that you brought that up, John, because I think sometimes people kind of, um, don't understand all of these stressors that do affect professional athletes, right? They tend to think about the money that you get for the sport or, or kind of the fame, but they don't think about those additional stressors and things that really, um, weigh on athletes, you know, from week to week. And so let's talk a little bit. About You mentioned that when you were playing, you mentioned some of those scenarios and things that, that you would go through. How have you seen the topic of mental health be brought more to the forefront in the days since your playing career?
1: Well, wow. um, I think one of the ways that it's became more of a, of a focus point is the impact that mental health has become. And it's not necessarily just the guys, but the families. Um, my God, I was thinking about when uh, uh, when Agent Peterson got cut uh, from the Vikings and he went to Arizona, then from Arizona to New Orleans. And I was just sitting there talking with some guys, and they were just like, oh, man, he's moving around. He's He's going from this team to that team. And I'm like, yeah, but... Are you thinking about his family? Now he's got to move and 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 change around. And I, I think, I mean, things like that. that As you know, having to move from Minnesota to Arizona and Arizona to New Orleans, I think the NFL and the NFL Players' Association now sees uh, how stressful it can be for the guys. And and now it's twenty twenty one. And the guys deal with so much, and one of the things, or, or one of the ways the guys do vent is by going on social media. And we've got several guys that come out there. You know, they just, or just, or let's say react. They just instantly want to post it what they're going through or talking about it. And you know, then our fans see it, and it affects our fans. And then it gets back to our teams, and so to me mental health it's a focal point because it it affects our players, it affects us as fans, and it affects the team and so its it's so many ways it it can cause suicide, it can cause uh um, from, from from guys having weight problems, guys uh having fatigue. but there's just so many different ways that mental health Can affect us now, and that we know about. So that's one. Well, some of the reasons why I believe it's so important, and I'm glad that we're uh, focusing and focusing in on it, because it used to be where guys really didn't want to talk about it, and now we're making it, we're putting it out there, we're telling people it's okay to talk about it, and I'm thrilled about that.
0: I love that. And you mentioned that when you were playing um, and and still today, but some, some people maybe, I know you mentioned men, but I think everybody in society, some people can handle these things maybe a little bit easier than others, or they know kind of how to handle these feelings and these emotions for you was how, how did you handle kind of the stressors of the NFL? I mean, you had such a long career, very successful, but obviously there's always going to be ups and downs.
1: Yeah. um, One of the ways that I did was kind of unusual. But after the season, I would uh, get in my car and drive from Minnesota to Texas. And it's such a long drive, but it's a drive that kind of gave me a chance to just kind of relax and uh, kind of get at ease about the the season. Say, instance, if we didn't have a good season, like 98, I would definitely drive, take my time getting home, and go and see my mom and it would just kinda relieve the stress as as I drove back home. But I also gotta say that for the Vikings, uh, you know, we had a, a, a um a Bible study which allows a lot of us to talk to the pastor, I think his name was Tom Lamphere, who would who would allow guys to, to come in and talk about what was going on in their lives. And uh I gotta say, maybe it, not a lot of other teams were able to do that, but being on the Vikings and having that uh, Bible studies really took a lot of stress off for guys.
0: Has that faith aspect kind of continued to play a part in your life? Um, you know, as you navigate post career stressors and different things that come up.
1: Well, for me, I, I've got my family, my wife, I, I who's my best friend, who I talk to about almost anything that I have going on besides golf, but uh, she's a person that I, I confide in. And a lot of guys who are playing, you know, they don't have that significant other. So I think sometimes they may find other resources, and it may not be good resources to put their problems into. It may be drinking or whatever, but, you know, guys, some guys don't have that. And uh, it 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 may lead to just wrong things, but for me, it's, uh, it's the religious part is still there, but having my, my wife who I can talk to. But uh, for me also, the transition was uh, a little bit easier because for me, from football to back to say being normal, um, playing 14 years in the National Football League, I think I had the option of saying that I wanted to retire on my own terms. Well, a lot of guys don't. And, you know, sometimes that can lead to guys, uh, to some guys' mental health problems too.
0: And I think that's a really great segue into my next question. Um, You're currently working as the director for the NFL Legends community. Can you just tell us a little bit about what that looks like, what that means?
1: Actually, I'm I'm one of the directors. We have five other directors. I'm the Central North, so I kind of handle the Midwest but uh, what we try to do is engage our former players. And uh, what we, actually, what we started off doing was engaging them and trying to figure out if there's anything that we can help them with through their transition from football. And that may be getting into college coaching. That may be um, all of a sudden say, you want to go back to get your college degree, or you, you're thinking about getting into radio or television. That's what we started out trying to do, but we have, have, say, blossomed into also being involved with the NFL Combine, uh, the NFL Draft, the Super Bowl, the Pro Bowl. We also do the Senior Bowl, but we also find ourselves in our community trying to uh, help our, maybe our current players, but our former players in anything that they have going on. And like, for instance, for myself, I worked with uh, Willie Howard. Uh, when Willie Howard was trying to uh, build a new weight room for his high school, I was able to find him connections to make that work out. And uh, actually, we got Adam Thielen involved in it, where he also donated to uh, the completion of Willie Howard's uh, weight room.
0: And what has that been like for you to kind of transition into being on the, quote, other side of the game, I guess? what what. Do- <laughs> Play the most about this role?
1: Oh my God. For me, on a personal note, I love doing this because um to me the uh being in the National Football League, first of all, it was an honor and a pleasure to play a game that so many people wish they could have played. And for me, um to play this game, I looked up to so many guys that came before us. Um, that's the, the the Randy Whites, the Howie Long, the um, Alan Page, the Jim Marshalls who made this game what it is today. So this allowed me to give back to other former players who've done so much for this game. And so being around these guys, to me, it's like I see it as uh, 22,000 former players in a huddle and allow me to be in a huddle and to assist those guys to finding ways to make their transition or their second career better. And, uh, you know, I get the chance to go to different parts of the country, to be involved with golf tournaments, to, to be in, involved with charities. Uh, I do, uh, Joe Namath March of Dimes in, in New York, where we raise a million dollars in one day. And so. Um, that's one of the things of, of being in the legend community. It allows me to do just to give back and to be part of things that where, say the, the league office can't do, but, uh, on a personal, we can do it myself, Chad Pingerton, Leonard Wheeler, and, uh, it's, it's, it's a great role. It's a fun role and it's allows you to be a part of the NFL, but just in a different capacity.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, the impact sounds just fantastic. Those different things that you were mentioning. Um, I want to go back to one thing that you mentioned a little bit earlier, and you were saying how you know there are different things that that maybe um, former players encounter. Whether that's looking for a, a new career path, um, they might be struggling with some level of depression. Um, they might turn to substance abuse. What are I guess some resources that are available um, within the Legends community to to support those men that may be facing those different things?
1: Well, one of the things that we've started is we, we started a, an app for former players where they can go up on which is the players.nfl.com where they can sign up and they basically get information of what's going on with the National Football League and also the NFL Players Association. But there's different things that you can get that can give you information. We have NFLlifeline.org where you can go on there. And if you're having mental health issues, a guy can can get on there and it's very private and talk to uh, many other people who can help you through this mental health. But we've got several people. We've got um, Kenyaka who, uh, who who I talk to every year, uh, me and other guys in the Legends Committee where we sit with her for two hours and we've go through questioning and figuring out different ways of, of trying to figure out if we are, going in the right direction if we personally have any issues, but it's a great thing to talk to her because she's the uh, vice president of wellness uh, and, and clinical services for the National Football League.
0: And one of the things that we've talked about a lot throughout this series is just how it seems like mental illness is something that impacts probably everybody's life at one point or another and in some way or another. And I know you've talked a little bit um, about your personal experience already, so don't wanna put you on the spot, but is there anything else that you'd like to add just about how this topic has affected your life personally, either directly or indirectly?
1: Directly, it, it really hasn't. Uh, but I know from, from talking to Kenyaka from the NFL office that uh, mental health usually affects one out of five Americans. And so I think that's, for me, uh, looking at those numbers, it, it's gonna affect somebody that I know. And since I do talk to a, a lot of former players, I'm usually talking either talking to a guy who's either dealing with it or somebody in his family is dealing with mental health. And so um, for me, if there's somebody who's played in National Football League that I can try to reach out to and try to make it better, then I'm going to reach out to them because, like I said, for me, the NFL isn't just a game. It's a family. And if there's somebody hurting, and I want to reach out there. I want to try to do something for them because it's taking care of me. Personally, I see it as taking care of of our own and and doing so much better because I always saw it as charity starts at home. And so, for me, the NFL is home, and so I want to try to do as much as I can.
0: That's awesome. And I think lastly, John, just kind of from a big picture perspective, as we continue this series, you know, we've talked to guys like Eric Kendricks, Jalen Holmes. Um, We did a segment with the Thielands here recently. Now we're talking to you. What kind of impact do you think this can have when, you know, these people who are well-known athletes, they're well-respected by people, are willing to open up and talk about some of these difficult things?
1: Oh man, that's, you know, that's so easy. I, I think it shows the rest of the world that that they're human, that they they have problems just like everybody else does. And I mean, that's for every athlete who's played to play sports. That's one of the questions I know I get asked all the time about is uh, little things like, hey, how are you doing? Are you you know, I, I know you play in the National League. So you're doing this and that." I'm like, no, you know what? Uh, I'm at home because my wife says I have to be here a certain time. I have to do this. So I think for, for guys who can talk about it, that's, to me, that, that puts those athletes on a higher pedestal because you can talk about your personal problem. You can talk about things you have going on. You can say that, that you cry. You can say that you get emotional. You can say that, that your day isn't perfect. And because that's one of the biggest things they believe that athletes are perfect. And, you know, for me, I'm not, uh, if I did, I would have a great golf game. But uh, I, I think that's that's what makes it true, is that guys are vulnerable. And uh, especially when it's 2021, 20, you, you gotta let people know that you're normal. And uh, you know, mental health is so important. And like I said, it may not affect you or I, but it affects someone that we know, that we care about. And if we can do something to help support our friends and family, why not? Why not be truthful and, 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 and tell them that you got something, that either you got something going on or they do.
0: I honestly don't think that there's a better way to wrap this up, um, John, but thank you so, so much for, for taking time out of your day, time out of a possible golf day. I'm not sure for, <laughs> <laughs> for talking about this.
1: No, anytime I get a chance to talk to some, some Vikings who, 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 love to get, who love the team as much as I do, and school i can do golf another day
0: <laughs> i love it thanks so much john you're welcome huge thanks to john for hanging out with us and just sharing some of his thoughts and his heart around this very important topic i know for me it's really cool just to see kind of another side of him and how he's so passionate about working with the nfl legends community and around this area Thank you guys as well for tuning in and listening to another episode of Getting Open. I invite you to keep an eye on Vikings digital platforms as we do have another couple episodes coming up.